Welcome to Girl, Your Journey Starts Here podcast with your host, Olivia B. Shepard, transformation coach and mental health advocate focusing on helping individuals release old habits, heal old wounds, and retrain their minds to go from barely surviving to thriving. She presents the best content on business, self-development, and mental health. Tune in. With Olivia, you'll have your moment of transformation no matter where you are in your life. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Now, I know that this is um, unusual for me to drop a podcast on a Sunday, but I was having some technical difficulties over the weekend. And for those of you who know, I am just like, on the fly, um, inspiration type of person. So I don't actually come up with my podcast. Um, it's just until the universe tells me something to talk about. I, I, I have thousands of topics in my mind and then whatever I feel like I want to talk about, I do. So I don't pre-record my podcast because I don't like that. Meaning you didn't get a podcast um, episode on Friday because I was having some technical difficulties and I could not record. So you are listening to this podcast on a Sunday evening, which is even better because now you're relaxed. The snow is all gone and melted away. For those of you who live here in South Carolina and North Carolina and Georgia, we had some snow. So now you all are relaxed and you can listen to the podcast. And for those of you who are new to the podcast, I am Olivia B. Shepard, your transformation coach, helping women like myself heal from old wounds in order to grow life skills so that they can improve their lifestyle and transform into who they need to be. I um, am so excited about this particular podcast episode because um, I have been talking to a lot of women, you know, as I do every day, women that have come to me, you know, wanting to start their healing process, want to know how things get started. But then once we start the healing process, they give up and they quit. Because it's too hard. And yes, healing is hard. Um, thank you for all of you all who tuned in and gave me some feedback from, for last week's podcast with my first episode of Cocktails and Conversations. My editor was out, so I was unable to get my podcast to sound like it usually does. But I did get some good reviews about the interviews. So I am super excited about that. Um, this week, I am going to have a new guest for Cocktails and Conversations. And I can't wait for you all to hear from that guest. Um, and it's actually, it's going to be a guy. So I'm super excited about that. And he has had a wonderful transformation that has gone on in his life. And I can't wait for you to hear his story. So stay tuned for Cocktails and Conversations Friday coming. And that one is going to be pre-recorded. So that definitely will go out on Friday. So let's jump right into today's episode. Three reasons why you may be stalling in your healing process. Now, again, when people come call me for their discovery call, you know, just let's talk about what we're going to start doing, how we're going to start this healing process, because a lot of people don't really know how to start the healing process. A lot of people don't. I mean, you think that it's just something where 
you, you get up one day and say, hey, I want to heal. But you don't know how to start healing. And there are a lot of steps that will help you get to that process. There are a lot of steps that you have to take to get to that process where you start healing. And now, you know what, for, and I'm going to make a little ebook of this so that you all can um, have something tangible. But one of the, um, I'll give you three ways you need to start your healing journey. And it starts with one, accepting that you know that you need the help and you need to start healing. You know, two is confrontation. You're going to have to start, you know, confronting what you need to heal from. And then three is taking responsibility. And I think people kind of get, and there's more steps to that, but I think the first three steps people get stuck on because, one, you don't understand what you need to heal from or you're scared to confront what you need to heal from. Now, I didn't actually... You know, I went in that order, but it took me almost 40 years to get to the confrontation part. I needed to confront the people that broke me. I needed to confront the people that I needed to heal from. And so it took me about 40 years to do that. And I hope it doesn't take you all that long. This is why I, you know, I'm here for you. This is why I became a coach so that I can speed your process up sooner than later because my process took a long time. And so most people get stuck because they don't know how to start the healing process. So people stay broken. People stay hopeless. People stay, you know, depressed and sad because they don't know what what it's like to start healing because they don't know where to begin. And again, you have to start with accepting that you need to heal. People walk around life and I have, excuse me, I have people in my family right now. Don't think that they're broken. Don't think that they're toxic. Don't think that there's anything wrong with their lives, but it is. And unhealed people hurt healed people. So they do unhealed things because they are not healing. And again, people don't want to confront what they need to heal from because most people are scared. Now I had to confront the person who raped me. I had to literally start saying those words. I had to start saying this is what happened because I had swept that stuff under the rug for so long. I had suppressed it. So I lived my life suppressing what happened to me. But once I started healing and really was ready to take this journey, it's painful. But I had to start realizing, okay, me being raped at such an early age made me do some of the things, some of the things that I did. And I did some of the things I did because of what happened to me when I was 12. So I had to start replaying old things. Now, it's going to bring up the triggers. It's going to bring up, um, you know, all of the sadness. It's going to bring up the things that are so painful. But I had to do those things. I had to confront it. I had, In order for me to heal from it, I had to confront it. I had to realize it was a thing. And once I started digging into that, this is where my healing process started. And, 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 and believe it or not, it took some months, it took some years, but it feels so much better that I now can say, okay, this person raped me. This is what I did. And this is what he did. It's no longer my fault. This is, this is that person's fault. And this is how I need to heal from it. 
So I'm really excited about my healing journey. And yes, I do fall short sometimes. Yes, I do go back into my cocoon, you know, when I want to hide because I'm feeling down, I'm feeling blue, I'm feeling sad. But I know that this is a process that I want to continue on. And I stay the course. I don't give up. Even when it gets hard, I don't give up. I don't try something for a week and say, okay, I can't do this. I don't go to my therapist one time and don't talk at all. I don't listen to podcasts or pray or journal and just say, okay, this is for me. I just can't get this stuff out of my head. I can't heal. I don't want to continue to stay that broken person. It was not good for me. That broken person was drinking all the time. That broken person was destructive. And I don't I didn't want to stay that way. Not to mention when you have children, they see what you do. And your children pick up the bad habits that you put out there. And what the last thing I need is for my child to say, you know, you didn't confront this or you didn't do that. You know, you allow this to continue on. I need my child to see me being brave. I need my child to see me being able to handle the things that I needed to handle. <clears throat> Excuse me. I spent a lot of times. <coughs> Excuse me. I spent a lot of time when I was broken going to jail every 10 minutes. I spent a lot of time um, just being destructive. And the whole entire time, my child saw that. So how am I supposed to raise, raise a child when I'm in a toxic environment, when I am toxic myself? And that, that comes in with the acceptance and taking responsibility part of your healing. Because a lot of people don't want to take responsibility. I knew that I was a, a, a hopeless drunk. I knew that I needed to get help. I knew that every time I drank, I started stuff. I knew that things were not good. So I had to accept that. I had, And yes, it was hard to accept because, of course, we're going to say, no, that's not us. That's not me. I wasn't doing that. You're lying. It's always you. That's another part process in your healing is stop blaming others. There was nobody to blame but myself for my actions. And I needed to take responsibility for those actions in order for me to heal. And this is what you all are going to have to do. Again, I'm going to make that an ebook. I think I'm going to go ahead and give the five, the three to five steps that I started taking to get onto my healing journey, to start that journey so that you will be able to analyze your journey as well and decide if this is the road that you want to take in order for you to be happy and whole and healing some of those past traumas and those wounds. So three reasons why you may be stalling in the process, you know, because you probably started your healing journey. But then, okay, I, you know what, this is getting too hard for me. I, I just can't do this. So now you're back stuck again. You don't know what to do. You don't know how to get, get out of it. So number one, one of the things you may be doing, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm so sorry. One of the things that you may be doing is you're getting distracted. You're getting distracted. You are allowing people who are not healed to get inside your head. You are trying to sweep everything underneath the rug because you don't want to bring it up. You are trying to bypass the take responsibility part. So you're getting distracted. You're trying to do everything else to do what you need to be doing 
in your healing process. I see people who take on different jobs. I see people who try to go back to school. I see people who try to act like the people that are abusing them are not valid. You know, they're, they, they're not there. They're, I see people who, I see it all. You're doing every project. You're starting everything else except your healing process. So you're trying to stay distracted because you don't want to confront what you need to heal from. So it's better for you to stay. I know people, tons of people, and a lot of women tell me this all the time, that they just stay busy. Oh, I just stay busy. I just stay in my lane. I just stay busy. But see, you're in your lane. You're being busy, but you're broken still. You're hurting. You're taking breaks and you're crying every 10 minutes. You can't function. You're drinking. You're shopping. You're having sex. You're doing things that you should not be doing. Self-destructive behavior because you're getting distracted from your healing process. You're trying to do everything else but heal. Healing is hard. It, I, I sometimes make it look easy, but trust me, it is hard. There are days that I sit in my home when I'm meditating, when I'm praying in my prayer room, when I'm sitting on that floor, when I'm walking in the park, when I am listening to my music. There are days that I literally break down. And you know, so funny today, I actually had some, 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 a wave of depression like sweep over me. And the first thing I said to God was, God, take this away from me today. I didn't ask him to take it away from me forever because of the simple fact that this is a chemical imbalance in your brain. And I know that he can heal all things. But for right now, I'm just asking today. I said, you know, God, please take this away from me. It washed over me while I was in the kitchen. You know, I wasn't doing anything different from what I usually do. I was actually fixing my pup some frozen string beans and I just cried for a hot second. But then I got, I, I, I asked God to help me get through this the rest of the day. Cause I know that there are some things that I need to finish up doing in my office. And then I, I, but I acknowledged that I was feeling this way. I acknowledged that the depression was coming in. I acknowledged that I wasn't feeling the best at that moment. And most of you all are getting distracted from that. You, you want to do everything except heal. You want to do everything to keep from confronting the people that you need to heal from. And see when confronting those people, that might mean you lose them. And a lot of you all are codependent on the people that you need to lose. I will admit I was codependent on my mother and my sister and my father. I was codependent on these people. I needed to be around these people, or at least that's what was told to me, because they were family. You do not need family. You can make people your family. My friends are my family. My son is my family. My husband is my family. My dog is my family. So I didn't, I didn't know how to leave them. I didn't know how to get away from the toxic behavior. I didn't know that, of course, because people got in my head, you know, you only get one mom and, you know, your dad and blah, 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 blah. The hell with all of that. If they're toxic and your mental health is at risk, then you have got to cut and confront the people that you need to heal from. 
And you may lose them. But it's better to lose them than lose yourself. Let me say that one more time. It's better to lose them than lose yourself. You don't have to do toxic. You do not have to stay in relationships because they're family. So you're stalling in your healing process because you're codependent on these people. You're codependent on relationships. You're codependent on friendships. You cannot get away from these things, so it's distracting you. You're being distracted by these things. So it's better for you to just stay at work. It's better for you to start a thousand projects. It's better for you to just ignore it and sweep it underneath the rug. But yet you say, well, I'm healing. I'm doing this. I'm staying in my lane. No, you're not. No, you're not. I promise you, you're not. This is why you're breaking down every 10 to 20 minutes. This is why you're eating, overeating, undereating. This is why you're drinking. Trust me, you are not starting your healing process because you are being distracted. Number two, you allow negative thoughts to seep into your spirit, into your, into your head. You start with these limiting beliefs because when you start healing, those same people that you're codependent on will start to get into your head. And then you'll start hearing those negative thoughts. Well, you're not no better than me. And you remember when you used to, I know for a fact, I mean, this happened to me every single time I was around my toxic family. The first thing that will come out of one of my family's mouth is remember when you used to remember when that used to, I mean, that's all I ever heard. And, and you know, but this, but it's so funny because the same family member never, when you brought up what they used to do, it was all hell broke loose. Oh, you always got to bring up, well, damn, ain't that just what you did to me? So when you start hearing, you, so you start thinking negatively like, I can't heal. I, I, I can't do this. Because now the same people that I'm trying to, you know, people think that I'm, I'm better. And no, let those, let those negative thoughts go. Or I can't heal because I'm too old to start this process or who's going to, I don't need this. This journey is going to take too long. It's not. Those are negative thoughts and limited beliefs that you put on yourself. You can start healing at any age. I didn't start healing until I was about 42. I went after my last suicide attempt. I didn't start the heal. I started the healing process. And yes, it was a lot harder back then than it is right now because now I use all of my coping skills and I know what to do just like I did downstairs. It's positive self-talk. I knew I was having that depression come over me, that wave come over me, and I talked myself down. I even asked God to take it away from me. I cried a little bit, and I, I, I manned up, and I came on back upstairs, and now I'm recording this podcast I'm finishing up the work that I need to do in my office. Those are limiting beliefs that you put on yourself. You can heal. You can start the healing process at any time in your life. You can start today. You can start tomorrow. You can start, you could have started last week. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter where you, your background, it doesn't matter anything. You can start your healing process when you are ready. Okay, so those limited beliefs, don't trust those lies in your head. Those are negative thoughts that are placed there to keep you from healing. 
Those are negative thoughts that are placed there to keep you from confronting what you need to confront and who you need to confront. Because, you know, not believe it or not, the devil likes us sad and depressed. That's when he's around. He devours people when they're at that worst. Trust me, I know. Because I've done things that I know that I shouldn't be doing because I chalked it up to the fact that I was depressed. I chalked it up to the fact that I, I my, you know, things wasn't going my way. So then you do things, self-destructive things, because you're depressed. And I had to learn that that was a technique that the devil enjoyed. And I didn't want to be that way anymore. Number three, you like being in your comfort zone. This is why the people that are around me are still broken, don't want to be healed, don't want to do anything because they're comfortable. I had the person that used to work for me was supposed to be healing, was supposed to be doing this grand journey. But when it got, when it was time for her to be reeled back in by the people that she needed to get away from, she was comfortable there. My family members are comfortable doing the things that they're doing. Stepping outside of your com- your comfort zone can be scary. If you have to, if you are a person that is codependent on people and relationships, it's going to seem very hard for you to be alone. You got to step out of your comfort zone. If you're going to do something different, I can eat alone. I can go shopping alone. I can do everything by myself because I'm okay with me. I am healing me. I love everything about me. I can go from here to a bar, to a restaurant, to a library. Hell, I can go to a grocery store and start a full-blown conversation with people. Because I'm comfortable in who I am and in my healing. But you are comfortable staying stuck but because it, it keeps you from having to confront the people and the situations that you need to heal from. You're comfortable. I always say I'm in therapy for people who need damn therapy. Everybody around me needs therapy, including my husband, my son, my mother, my father, my aunts, uncles, all of them need healing. All of them need therapy. And I'm in therapy talking about people who need to be in therapy too. But guess what? They're comfortable just like they are because you don't want to confront Or you don't want to heal. You don't want to talk about things that you need to heal from. I have people right now that I know, including my family members, that don't think there's nothing wrong with them. It ain't nothing wrong. But yet they display toxic behavior. Yet they do things that they have no business doing and they hurt other people. They hurt me. But that's just, you know, like most of you all, you chalk it up to, well, that's just the way I am. That is a lie. You were not born to be sarcastic, narcissistic. You you were not born that way. That is a lie. The only person I know that's born that way probably was Donald Trump. He probably was literally born a narcissistic ass. But we were not born that way. You were not born to stay broken. You were not born to have people walk around and abuse you. You were not born to just take what people throw at you. That's not how you were born. So staying in your comfort zone 
is it is it is it's hindering your healing. Staying in your comfort zone is keeping you from growing and glowing and transforming into this beautiful specimen that God created you to be. All because you're staying in your comfort zone. You don't want to heal. You No, you want to heal because I know these people. You want to heal, but if it means I might lose some of those codependent people that I'm codependent on, then I don't want to do that. If healing means I have to stop doing some of the toxic things that I was doing, I don't want to do that. You know, the other day I got, you know how the memories come on your Facebook page. And one of the memories I had yesterday, apparently was about two years ago now that I had given up drinking for like a year. Now, funny when I tell you that everybody around me can remember when I was a hot mess. But nobody can remember when I didn't drink. Nobody said, remember that time when you stopped drinking for a whole year? Nobody says that to me. But let me cut a fool right now, and they will bring up everything that I've done that was bad in my past so that they can run with that. I stopped some of the bad behaviors that I had. I had to stop drinking. I had to stop hiding beer and liquor and wine and the things that I was doing. There are days too now. I sometimes I'll go back to that. Will, sometimes that'll be my resort. Then I have to think about it. Okay, you don't want to do this. You don't want to be drunk. You don't want to do this. There are days that I get off of my health journey. Well, I'll go just eat a bunch of stuff because if I'm not drinking, then I'll eat. Those are my two bad habits that, that I kind of do now. So when I knock out the drinking and when I don't want to drink, I'll go eat a bunch of stuff. Now I'm stuffed, I'm fat, and now I'm miserable because I can't button my seatbelt, I can't get into my clothes. Now that also causes another type of depression because I can't look cute because I feel like I'm too big and I left my, let myself down. So those, this is why... I, I when you're out of your comfort zone, there are going to be a lot of things that you're going to have to do differently. And this is why it's hindering your, your growth because you don't want to do different things. You say you want to heal, but you don't want to journal. You don't want to put your thoughts down and leave it there. That's too tough for you. But yet you will invest. You won't invest in your healing, but you'll invest into a, a toxic relationship. You will invest, you won't invest in therapy. You won't invest in listening to my podcast or listening to my, my lady, my Tuesday talks with lady O or possibly having me as your coach, but you will invest in a, in a toxic relationship. You will invest in drinking and those bad coping skills because it's comfortable. You feel good that way. And most people don't realize that that only hinders your growth. Yes, you might be a, you know, a person who cuts, a person who likes pain, a shopaholic. I was all of those things. Now, the pain stuff I didn't deal with because I'm just an ache drives me nuts. I, I, I don't get into the cutting stuff. I didn't understand that. My nerves are bad. But I, I was a shopaholic. All that did was ruin my, my, my credit and my bank account. 
I was a drunk. All that did was ruin my credit and my bank account because you had to pay those damn fees. But I had to learn that my comfort zone was killing me. It was destroying me. And that's what it's doing. When you're staying in your comfort zone, you are being destroyed. Again comes the devil. Anytime he can devour you, this is why you, when you're doing those, the cutting or the, the shit, the shopping or any self-destructive behavior, it's because that's what he, this is when he's roaming about. When you're staying in your comfort zone. Healing is hard. It's a tough process. But you're going to have to do it because there's no way I want to be 50 years old and still trying to heal. I This is my goal that I set for myself. That by the time I hit 50, I am going to be making six figures. Podcasts, now it's going to be a TV show by that time. I am over wasting my time not, not to mention that I don't have that much time left sometimes when you when I'm 45 years old people are dropping like flies right now I do not want to continue in my comfort zone it is time to step out of your comfort zone it's time for you to start healing it's time for you to accept that I need this I am doing, take a look, do some self-evaluation. Take a look at the things that you're doing. Are you hanging around toxic people all the time and all, everybody you're hanging around is, what was me? Uh, Is everybody around you broke? Is everybody around you doing the exact same things that you're doing so you're comfortable with that, but nobody's growing, nobody's healing, nobody's doing anything? Self-evaluation. You are hindering your growth. You are stagnant in your healing, on your healing journey because you do not want to step out of your comfort zone. And it's hindering you. It's hard. It's hard. Sometimes the people that you have to cut off may be your spouse. Sometimes the people that you might have to cut off might be your family members. It might be your children. You know, see, people get this thing where, you know, when you birth kids, you got to ride or die with them to the day they die. No, you don't. I'm sorry. But if my kid was toxic, like some of the kids I know around the world who are toxic to their parents, I would have cut his behind off just like I cut off my family members. You have birthed your kid. You took care of them until they were 18 years old. What the hell they do after they're 18 is their business. But what you will not do is be toxic to me. And if I will pray for you, but I will not let you in my home. And you can cut off family members. You can cut off uncles, cousins, brothers. Yes, you can. You don't cut these people off because you're codependent on these relationships. You need, you need the relationships more than they need you. You need those relationships more than they need you. And that's, that's because you're not healed enough to know that, Hey, this is not, I'm, this, this, um, relationship is one sided. 
Yes, there are relationships that are one-sided, one-sided. And there are tons of times when you're going to have to sit back and realize that, hey, this is what I need to do. I need to, I need to, you know, evaluate this. I need to do some self-evaluation. And you will have to confront what you are unwilling to hear from. You're going to have to confront what you need to heal from. And it's going to be painful. It's going to be hard. But you're going to have to get that done if you're ready to start your healing process. You're not too old. That's a limited belief. That's a negative thought. You are, you can start healing at any age. As long as you start the process. So again, number one, you get distracted. You get distracted. Number two, you believe the negative comments and thoughts in your head. And number three, you're comfortable in your safe in your in your in your comfort zone. Those are the three things that are holding you back. You can start the healing process at any time once you start being distracted from the people and the things that you need to heal from. You can start your healing process at any time when you start believing those negative beliefs about yourself. You can start the healing process at any time when you decide to step out of your comfort zone and go into the place of healing. You can do this at any time. No one is stopping you. You are in your way. Not people, not the situations, not your upbringing, not your monetary value, not your education status. You are in your way. And it is time for you to start that healing process. It is time for you to step out of your comfort zone, accept that you need to start the healing process, confront what you need to do, and accept responsibility. You will have bumps and roads, bumps and uh, um, and what you call it, bumps and detours on your healing journey. But just like with the detours, they tell you to go a different way, then take that route. Because you know what happens when you're on that detour. You know, you see it when you you're driving. When they tell you to detour. You are going to go way out of your way to end up back in the exact same spot you need to go. It just took you a little longer. And that's okay. You will have detours, but stay on the path to your healing journey. And that's it. That is it. That is it. And I kind of thoroughly enjoyed that because I, I definitely, the things that I teach, that I speak to you all on, I actually 
listen to everything I say. This is my journey as well. I speak on everything that I go through. So when people ask me, am I qualified? What makes me qualified? First off, I am certified to be a transformation coach, but you don't need a certificate because I have life experiences. I know what I've gone through. I know what I am going through. And I know how you are feeling because I felt that way. I've been in that position. So when you are thinking about why do I need a coach? Why do I need a mentor? Because you need someone to stay on top of you, stay on top of your healing process, stay on top of your goals. Because it's hard to go it alone. I did it for years until I decided I needed therapy. Until I decided I needed God. Going it alone will father keep you hindered because it's going to take you you're suppressing yourself you're suppressing everything I need to you know because you talk about it you have a good game you know I, I I know I'm healing I'm doing this I'm sipping tea I'm meditating no you're not you might be doing it Monday but Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday you're going through hell this is a consistent journey This is a consistent journey, and you need to stay on it. I am rooting for you. I am here for you. There, you can DM me, you can email me, you can text me at any time and say, Hey, hey, lady, oh, I am ready to start my healing process. And it will be the six weeks of learning how to accept yourself. Accept what you're going through. Learning how to take responsibility. Learning how to confront the people you need to confront. Learning about how to set boundaries. Because, see, in order for me to have to stay on this healing journey and not get off, I had to do the thing, the hard things, like setting boundaries. That's hard. But it's necessary for your healing process. That's it. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. I promise it won't be on a big Sunday again. Um, like I said, I was having some t- technical difficulties. We kept the internet kept being out, and I guess it was because of the storm that was passing through, so it was keeping me from uploading and doing what I need to do. But again, it's Sunday night. It gives you something to listen to so that you can start your week on Monday um, so that you can say, hey, you know what? I'm going to listen to, you know, Lady Yo's podcast while I am cleaning when the kids are out of the house, while I am taking the kids to school or driving back home, wherever. This will help you start your week. It'll give you some things you need to work on during the week. Don't forget to tune in to next Friday or Friday coming for cocktails and conversations with my other guests. I can't wait to speak with him. I will announce the name later. Um, You all will see that. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Also tune in this Friday coming 
for my Transform You in 2022 three-day series. And the and it's, you know, it's going to be, <clears throat> it's, it's healing you financially, spiritually, and mentally. And on Friday, January the 28th, I will be speaking with Miss Tori Truesdale. And she is a, um, oh God, I'm just going to, uh, she does organization, but she does organization with a twist by helping you mentally. So I can't wait for you all to start listening to, well, hear, hear that it's going to be, um, it's going to be, uh, on my live, on my Instagram, my YouTube channel, and my Facebook page. So I, it'll be broadcast. So it'll be transform you in 2022 financially, spiritually, and mentally. And the first date will be with Miss Tori Truesdale. So y'all need to tune in for that. Um, I'll have flyers going around. I'll be hyping it all from now until, um, next Thursday. So stay tuned for that. Have a great Sunday evening. Remember to it's okay to start step out your comfort zone and start your healing process. It is never too late. Your life depends on it. Your mental health depends on it. Your children do this for your children. Do this for you. I'm glad I started my healing process. Yes, it's hard. Yes, there are detours, but I stay the course. Have a great rest of your Sunday. I'm rooting for you. I'm praying for you. Peace. You've been listening to Girl, Your Journey Starts Here. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Tune in next time for another episode with your host, Olivia B. Shepard. Until then.